Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. So we are in Thanksgiving week right now, and I just wanted to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and hope that you can find some time to spend it with people you love, people you care about. Um, I know that things are incredibly difficult right now. Also wanted to let you all know that my program waitlist is up. If you check the show notes, you can sign up for the waitlist for that program, and there'll be more information coming out on that shortly. Also, if you have not yet subscribed to my newsletter, head on over to dramyrobbins.com and you can subscribe there. Today's newsletter is, or this week's newsletter is quite entertaining. I do share a bit of um, a funny situation that happened with me that I think everybody will just get a good laugh out of. So wanted to have an opportunity to share that with those of you who are more um, on the inside. So today I have a Q&A podcast and this, this question comes from Maggie. I wanted to just take a minute to tell you all about the upcoming course that I'm offering, which I'm really excited about, course or guide. I I like the idea of guide better than course, but course is what you all identify with. So we'll call it that for now. Anyway, the course is going to be integrating a lot of what we talk about on the show, the notion of soul contracts, how to face your fears around death, how to embrace death, how to think about some of the lessons, or as I recently heard, sort of the curriculum of your life, and really use that to what I'm calling live your life backwards, and really map out an understanding of where you're going and and really take tap into the essence of who you are. So if you are interested in this, I do have a wait list that is getting started right now and you can find that in my show notes. Also something else I'm going to be trying out in next season is showcasing some small product-based businesses, particularly women run, but I'm open to kind of anything. And if you have a product-based business that is in the genre of some of what we've talked about on the show along the lines of like spirituality, maybe some wellness stuff, please reach out to me. I would love to use this platform to help support small businesses, especially now as people are really struggling for those businesses to stay afloat. So you can sign up in my show notes. And if you're interested in more information about the course, also you can please sign up for my newsletter at dramyrobbins.com. And you can email me or DM me on Instagram at dramyrobbins if you have a small business, a product-based business that you are looking to get some help promoting. And here's today's show. I'm a listener of your podcast about a week and a half ago. So this was actually sent in early October. About a week and a half ago, my best friend died from metastatic breast cancer at 37 years old. I had a conversation with her in person before she passed, and I asked her to show me very clearly she's still with us in spirit after she passes. Well, I know she appeared to me the day after she died, and I confirmed it using dousing something she started practicing along with Reiki during her cancer journey, and I now practice to connect with spirit. Just for the record, I have no idea what dousing is, but I am going to look into it for a future podcast. She gave me an eye twitch. It's something I haven't had since college. I'm 35. 
She always got them and I would always know she was stressed. I'd ask her what was wrong and it opened up a conversation for us to talk about deeper things. Well, I told her I got the message and the eye twitch hung around for a day or two and went away. Anyway, my question is more about the connection and what happens after I connect. The moment, whether with the eye twitch or the synchronicity or the dousing connection, I feel elated. I feel like I'm water, like I don't have form and I'm floating light as a feather. Afterwards, I feel depressed, exhausted, and unmotivated. The elation lasts for a little while and I feel like I understand life and myself, but it quickly fades and I end up spending the rest of the day doing not so great things. Is this common? How can I assure that when I do have these incredible experiences, it energizes me or at least doesn't turn me into a blob for the rest of the day? Knowing that I can connect with my friend on the other side brings so much comfort to me. I don't want to have these negative experiences. Okay, so there's a couple of of things I want to address in this. Uh, The first being um, Maggie's experience when she feels like she's floating and she's light as a feather. And I think when, when we are connecting with spirit or higher energies, we are often working from a higher vibration. And so it's really important that feeling of elation and that feeling of connection does feel like a high and it is very energizing and exciting and exhilarating and all those amazing things. And then you come back down and it's almost like the vibration and the heaviness of being in a physical body feels kind of depressing. Uh, and so what what's really important for people to know is when that they when they are connecting, and I get this question often, which is like, what can I do to connect? And I always say the same thing. The, the most important thing you can do is to meditate. And, and what meditation can do is it can really ground you. Um, and, and that's what, you know, I would encourage Maggie to do is to ground herself. And when you are sitting in meditation and you are connecting with spirit, it's often, it, it is always extremely important to set your intention so that your intention is for your highest and best good and for everybody's around you's highest and best good. So that will protect you energetically from really any negative energies coming in, but also you you need to protect your energy. And it's really important. And I think that when people are connecting, it's really fun in the beginning and it feels really um, enlightening and it, it, it can be you can be playful with it, but you also have to be really careful with it because you don't want to be in that plane all the time. Unfortunately, or fortunately, we are earthly beings. We live in a physical body. We have to inhabit this plane, P-L-A-N-E. And so when we are here, we need to make sure that we're continuing to do things that keep us grounded. So meditation is one way to keep you grounded. Uh, a bath with Epsom salts, things along those lines keep you grounded. Teas that are very earthy keep you grounded. I'm not a crystal person. I don't fully understand crystals and how they work. I'm working on an episode of all that for next season, but... I think crystals would be a good way to ground yourself if that's something you do. Just sitting and planting yourself, you know, firmly sitting on the earth, planting your feet down. If you're meditating, sitting in a chair, envisioning your feet, 
and your roots deeply planted, all of those things can keep you grounded as you rise up and raise your vibration to be able to connect with spirit. So the only way you you, you can, I mean, you can have a spontaneous, transformative, spiritually transformative experience, which if you've listened to my podcast, you know, that's how I first got started with this. But when you're intentionally connecting, all of these things are, are extremely important to do. Because you don't, you don't want to feel depressed when you come back into a physical body. We have to live in a physical body. We have to live in this world. And you want to be able to move back and forth between those two um, experiences somewhat seamlessly. The other thing you can do is ask for help. So ask before when you're setting the intention for your meditation or even after that you want help in regrounding, that you want your angels, guides, loved ones, whomever you contact and connect with to keep you grounded and safe and to help you continue to have that feeling of elation and excitement even when you're back in a physical body. So I think that what I want people to take away from this is the importance of just continuing the conversation just like you would if you were with a a human being in a physical form is that you would say to them, hey, that doesn't feel great to me, or um, hey, can you help me do this? You can do the same thing with spirit. You just have to ask. Otherwise, they, in quotes, they will not be able to help you because they might not know what you need or might not want to intrude. And so I just want you all to just really think about that. You have control, you have the power, and you get to set the boundaries in all of this there's no other entities that should be doing that for you. So um, again, if anybody has any other questions regarding anything, please send me an email at ldsbquestions at gmail or at Dr. Amy Robbins at gmail. DM me on Instagram. Just get in touch. Hope you all have a wonderful holiday and stay tuned for an incredible episode on Thursday, which was sort of an episode that I fell into about uh, Rena. If you listened to her last week, we talked about consciousness, but she also had a near-death COVID experience. So listen to that. Hope you all have a great week. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between.